is going on guys welcome back to no reserves football and i am back from cincinnati it was a great trip but also not a great trip um i got to watch the Bengals. i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing at this point <laughs> how are you doing alex hey how is it going guys yeah i mean my team is probably doing better than yours right now Yes. <laughs> the score was yes. almost like the same reverse thing, so Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Pretty rough night for you. Pretty afternoon, rough. I guess, or day. Yeah. I went down there Saturday and I just got back literally like an hour and a half ago maybe. So okay. You're on vacation this week? Yeah. Yeah, I'm on vacation oh, okay. this week. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. <sighs> so oh, week four is in the books. Yeah, we didn't do too hot. Um, so funny enough, I went up to see my dad because he lives near Cincinnati and he, uh, lectured me about the importance of getting the picks right, especially if you're going to have a podcast about it. And I was like, Ugh, that's rough. That's, it's pretty rough when your family's, uh, lecturing you about how bad your takes were this week. <laughs> you could, you could have just said, you know, that like the week prior, I I had on like thirteen picks. No, you know, you know, I could have said that, but to be honest, we both did so bad that the to be fair argument wouldn't be very good. Oh, uh, but yeah, so bad. I mean, for those who have been following along last week, I mean, I went four eleven and one, and Angelo went four eleven and one. We both. Had a push in the the Denver game because we got the line at Denver minus three. So what happened to the Bears? <laughs> I guess they can jump straight into that. I mean, it's coaching, to be honest. I think like I'm not the biggest field supporter, but like that wasn't on fields. How do you wasn't... blow? How do you blow a 20, 21 point lead? By not kicking the field goal when you're clearly like, I mean, the team hasn't won in forever. You have a chance to kill. Kick the field. <laughs> I'm even year. stumbling right now. It's a full yeah. year. The Bears it's haven't almost... won in a full calendar year. And yeah, I mean, you have a chance to kick the field goal, be in the lead of the game, give the ball back to, to Denver. But instead, like, the coach thinks about it too much, goes for it with the QB, and it stopped. And then, yeah, they completely lost the game because now Fields has to do more with the ball than he, he would have had to if they kicked the field goal and he got the ball back. So, yeah, he had to push it, and in the end of the day, it was an interception, I believe, if not mistaken. It sealed the game. Yeah, I mean, there's things that I guess you can, like, put it on him, but this game, I wouldn't really put it on him overall. It was the defense and the coaching. Because, so, like, yeah, the fumble and the the pick aren't good for him, but, yeah, I mean, he did, he did have a good game. So, the Bears won tank bowl even though... Justin Fields probably had his best game of the year. Yeah, and they currently have pick one and two. Wait, who's pick two? Oh, they have the, the Carolina Panthers pick. They have oh that's right from the Brace Young oh, deal. More. Yeah. Uh. So I mean, Fields at least is helping them getting the his replacement. Fields is helping get the it's like that time in which like Chase Claypool went and announced the pick for the, the Steelers and he announced George Pickens. 
<laughs> it's basically the same thing here. So just announcing his replacement. And so, this is what Field is doing. So nothing has changed. You are convinced the Bears are the worst team in the NFL, whether it's by proxy or Justin Fields or coach. It's by something. They're, they're the oh, worst yeah. team. They deserve it. Oh, this game doesn't doesn't really change my mind on Fields overall. I mean, <laughs> the Broncos are currently like the worst ever team in DVOA, like ever recorded. So, yeah, they, I mean, their offense is better though. Their offense is better, yeah. But I mean, the defense probably couldn't stop like you and me running plays. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's quite comical how bad they are. Like they can't tackle. They blow coverages out of nowhere. I mean, Jesus, it's it's night and day from last year. They probably yeah. shouldn't have like let the the defensive coordinator to go. I I don't think he was fired. I think he just wanted to go somewhere else. But yeah, they probably shouldn't have let that happen. Yeah, I mean you're probably right. So Bears are the worst team. Do you want to talk about the Seahawks? Um, I guess I guess that's that's takeaway number one is that the Bears are not good, but <laughs> the Bear I mean. The Bears are not good. Denver is not good as well. And their defense is probably... I, I guess we can just jump into the takeaway number two. Their defense is probably going to give Zach Wilson's breakout game. Because they faced the Jets. I think that already happened. Jets. That already happened, okay. dude. Okay. I guess we can call it that then. Zach Wilson. I mean... That was... I. Against Kansas, against Kansas City's defense, of all things, I saw the best drive I've ever seen from Zach Wilson, and that was to put, I believe it was to tie the game up. It now, was to tie the game up, and he got the two-point conversion to tie it. Yes. Now, you could say that he also cost them the game, and actually, did you see the clip on the sideline? Of, I don't even know who he was talking I, I, to. I that. sent you. Oh, you sent it to me? Where Zach yeah, Wilson said, that's on me, I cost us? Yeah. He was talking with his ponder, I believe. I mean, just shows that he is growing up as a as a person and as a player. I mean, last year he was heavily criticized because of the comments when he was he was asked if he had let the defense down, and he said just no. I mean, quite a bit of like I wouldn't say controversy, but like there he made the news with that quote, and apparently he had lost the locker room. Then I mean, totally different player right now. You could you could see. I mean, the dude was he was pretty like bummed about it. Uh, the 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 team was all over him though. I mean, you could see that the wide receivers were were trying to lift him up. I mean, yeah. it's it's not. I wouldn't say it's it's on him this loss. To be honest, I mean, there were some very questionable refereeing calls done at the end of the game. There were some. I mean, the defense couldn't stop Casey as well. And Mahomes is like yeah, a magician. Uh, no, like at the end, he deserved at least one drive to try and make that a game, and the defense couldn't give it to him. I because I would say, like, if there's any, which is, it's pretty weird that I'm saying this, but like, if there's a reason that they were in that game, it's because of him. Because he played lights out, dude. I mean, some of those I mean, throws. You could say that, but the defense got two picks. Patrick Mahomes, there were times, especially right before half, where Patrick Mahomes just did not look like Patrick Mahomes. And he should have had three picks. That's yeah. a very bogus call. I mean, wow. it's not the thing that it's like, 
I wouldn't say that that's never holding, but the thing to me is like the ref throwing the. Did you see like when the the ref threw the flag on that like last pick? I did not. I actually but... went to bed at the start of the fourth, if I'm not mistaken, okay. or the end of the third. One of the two. Okay, so he throws the pick. I believe it's to Michael Carter the second, and like mm-hmm. the play, I believe it's sauce. He has like a hold. I mean. It's a soft hold, but I would say it's a hold. Anyway, on MPS. And then, like, the hold happens before the interception. And the referee doesn't throw the flag until it's a pick. So, pretty Mm -hmm. sus things happening there. Because, like, if there's an holding, you probably always send a pick. And there was quite a delay here. I mean, it's not, like, instantaneous thing where, like, he holds him. And the pick happens immediately, and then the ref throws. No, I mean, he's holding him for a bit, and then Michael Carter gets the pick, and then after he gets the pick, the flag flow, flows out of the, the, the ref's pocket. So, pretty dubious thing there. But, like, I wouldn't put this on Zach. I mean, Zach played sensationally. Some of those back shoulder throws, I mean, we were commenting it. I had no idea where the kid find that, found that. But, I mean, this is what I loved him out of college. He had the, the moxie. He had, like, the the quick release. He made those really good back shoulder throws in college as well. I mean, he was yeah. just missing the confidence, and he had it in that game. He was playing gunslinger. He did. You're not wrong. Like, he, that was the best I think I've ever seen out of Zach Wilson. Yeah, it's probably, like, one of the best games that I've saw, like, from... Because, like, he's the first QB that I've, like, I've put my flag on. He was, like, the guy that I said, he's my guy, he will always be my guy, I think this guy will be excellent. So there's, like, an emotional connection here, purely, like, from fantasy football. So when the kid is doing good, I mean, (laughs) I was over the moon for him. Yeah, I mean, I... It was bad because I put money. I think we. I think we both did. We had our oh, Kansas yeah. City at covering that spread, but I was like, "Damn! If I knew this Zach Wilson was coming, I wouldn't have done that." <laughs> <laughs> Kansas City was a top ten defense. It was, Zach it was. Wilson didn't look that great up to that point. Like he didn't. He no, looked like he looked better than the years prior. He didn't look like this though. Now he gets he gets the Denver Broncos. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting line. Let's see if we agree on that when that comes to pass. Um, Cleveland, I, the game also I did see Cleveland Browns. I do I do like before we leave this game. I do. Think oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Another takeaway that we should do is like Casey's Casey's offense is is bad. not great. Yeah, it's bad. Eric it's overly enemy. reliant on. On Travis Kelsey, it's like yeah, you could say it's Eric Bieniemy, but honestly, KC's wide receivers aren't getting open. But I mean, like, they probably weren't getting open as much as well last year, and the offense was still okay, too good most of the times. It's like is Eric Bieniemy like should if he have been given more credit than he was? Possibly, maybe, maybe not. Because let's be real, like. Players in the Kansas City organization will say Eric or Eric Andy Reid is the offensive coordinator there. So, I mean, if that's the case, then maybe we should be putting more blame on Andy Reid, and maybe it's just 
the NFL got another season to see this offense, this Chiefs offense, because let's be real, they didn't add a huge wide receiver of consequence. They just kind of thought or hoped Sky Moore would take another step. And it's probably a similarly run offense, and now teams just had another year to prepare for it. Hmm. Could be. I do think that I'm I'm gonna put it more on the enemy. The enemy not being there. I think we constant I mean purportedly wasn't getting chops. Part of the reason why he wasn't getting chops was because like people thought that it was more credit. Yeah, they were giving greed and Mahomes a credit, but I mean if they don't figure this out, and like, on the other hand, I'm not sure if we'll even address that game, but I think we should. But uh, on the other hand, the commanders look pretty good on offense. They do. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess we can just switch up to which game were you going to talk about? Uh, the Browns, and really, it's not even like much of a point or much of a thing to talk about. I just want to say that... Um, the Browns looked lost without Deshaun Watson. I don't think we gave Watson enough credit. Even if he's not great, the Browns were... I, I don't remember the Browns getting past the 50-yard line on offense when I watched them. The Trip defense looked will do fine. That to you. Huh? Three picks will do that to you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but So I, th- I think we need to give Deshaun Watson a little bit of credit here. The Browns' offense, even without Nick Chubb, while not elite, looked serviceable, and the defense looked elite. The defense still looked elite against the Ravens, although they just had a lot. The Ravens' offense just had a lot more opportunities, and the Browns' defense got gassed. Like that's what happens when your offense can't move the ball. I would so, say like they didn't look bad versus the Ravens, but I don't think they looked as dominant as they did in like weeks prior. So Miles think... Garrett still had a lot of good pressures against Lamar. It's just he did, they but had like to be on the field they w- all the time. They went from allowing like 163.7 yards across like the first three games, like per game, of course, and then they allowed almost 300 total yards, including 131 on the ground. So I mean, I think part of it, like, I don't think they will be on the field the whole time, the whole game, basically. Yeah, like, my point is that they are a good defense still. I don't think they will be as historic as they were seeming to be at the end of uh, the start of the season because they probably won't play, like, a bummed-up Joe Burrow or, like, a completely, like, generic Pittsburgh Steelers offense or a Tennessee team, Tennessee Titans team that looks putrid. I mean... I don't want to talk about the Titans right now. <laughs> I was going to say, okay, they look putrid usually. <laughs> Not the case this past week. I don't want to talk about it. Bill Burr think... will be helping eventually. That's, that's all I got to say. <laughs> I think I think it's probably time. Give me your, your thoughts on this. Is it just like Burrow is Joe very Burr, hard? Joe Burrow will be healthy eventually. That That's, that's my take. His dot is like, he's throwing... Nothing. He's just throwing like very short stuff, isn't he? Yes, because his calf is hurt. And Joe Burrow's game, yes, Joe Burrow is a pocket passer. I'm not saying he's not a pocket passer, but a lot of Joe Burrow's game was predicated on getting out of the pocket, extending plays, and then finding Chase or Higgins on 
improvised routes by both of them. And that's just not happening. So like, it's like half the offense is, is dead. So I, I believe while the game was going on, they said something like the Bengals offense was a bottom two offense. Yeah. We're running at like half capacity right now. There's not much. Joe Burrow should have sat. I would have rather us lose every game than watch this. Not like Chase is getting pissed off as well. I think I read some comments where we were saying like like he's always open. So like when the media was questioning him about what was ten wrong, targets, he got like a freaking ten, twelve targets. Yeah, but they aren't winning. And not only are they not winning, they lost twenty-seven to three versus a putrid Tennessee Titans team. Yeah. So, I mean, they look Ryan Tannehill look. Like he's an okay QB. Yeah, which is I believe the, ba- the Bengals haven't scored a touchdown in the first half of any game so far. Damn. Yeah, I mean, it's they, bad, dude. They didn't even score a touchdown last week at all. Yeah, it's bad, dude. It's quite terrible. I guess another takeaway from this is like the demise of Derrick Henry was probably greatly exaggerated. Was it? It's pretty easy when the offense you're facing can't score a touchdown. I mean, he still he looks a, good on the he run. Had a pass. <laughs> He's playing a gas defense. <laughs> it's true. Do you know that like 50% of his attempts, have, uh, like passing attempts in the league, uh, have gone for a touchdown? I believe it. Derrick Henry, like touchdown pass uh, like a pass of Derrick Henry at the the goal line is probably the most effective play yeah <laughs> I actually think it's more than 50 percent but I I don't have it here to check ah well this is gone so we talked about every other AFC North theme do you want to talk about the Steelers getting routed do we need to? Because we no. were pretty wrong on that. No. I like, don't want... Here's all, all I want to say about it. Matt Canada should be fired. That's all I want to say. He should be Next. fired. But like uh, Tomlin was, was asked about it, and he was Next. just like, no, no changes will happen. They're, they're high. <laughs> they're insane. They're high. They're whatever euphemism you want to use. The offense looks terrible despite having all the great weapons. Like, their offense is like Atlanta, except worse, because at least Atlanta can score a touchdown. I mean, I'm not even sure if they have all these great weapons anymore. Because, like, (laughs) Deontay is now out, so they have Pickens. And, like, uh, Fryermuth is now out as well. Yeah, two to three weeks, so. Yeah, so, I mean, now they have a, a, I mean, a guy who runs on mud in Najiaris. They have, like, a pretty... I wouldn't say, like, explosive, because I believe, like, he has had less explosive plays than Najee so far. But a running back that looks better than Najee overall, and they are not giving him the carries. And, yeah, I mean, I don't see the weapons anymore. I, I think this is, like, a bottom pit. This is, like, I guess we can jump on straight into this next game, but they are, they are the Patriots. Okay. Okay. So, to be fair, because this is another game we agreed on. To be fair to us, we I called it know. an upset. 
Yeah, yeah, you did. But to be fair to us, we did not expect the Dallas Cowboys to to hand Bill Belichick the worst loss in his career. Not of the season, not of the last five years, his career. I don't even know what to tell you, dude. I like Mac Jones, but Jesus. Dude. It's bad. Like, it's bad, dude. He gets away with that, like, that, that, that to me was like mind-boggling. He gets away with that, like, across-the-field throw that he, he did, like, I believe he went for big yardage. Uh, and then, like, and a few plays later, he did it again. <laughs> he did it again. And, and they just went to Bill Belichick on the sideline, who just had his head down and was shaking his head. Like, why would you do that? Again. I mean, again! something, like, I haven't, I've never played football, but I'm pretty sure that's something you're taught, like, straight away. Just don't do yes! that. Yes! Don't throw across your body! And he's like, I'm gonna do it again! And picked. At least he's taking accountability, though, because, like, then it gets to the sideline and he's, like, touching his chest saying that it was Amazon. But to be frank, like, to the people that will start talking about Zappi and so on, because you just know that that will happen uh, from what we saw this year. Bill Belichick said it in the press conference, and I know Coach speak, but I honestly believe him when he said there was no reason for us to keep him in that game. He'll be the starter next week. This You're making something out of nothing. I, I agree with that. There was no uh, reason. The game was over. There was no reason for Mac Jones to be in that football game. None. Yeah, and I mean, even if Zappi is the starter for some, like, God forbidden reason, like, even if he's the starter, it won't look better because, like, the problem isn't just Mac Jones. It is, like, no, the offensive everything. line can't block. They can't pass block. They can't run block. They the Patriots can't run the ball. They like his their weapons are completely like the Mario Douglas is like their main wide receiver. The Mario Douglas is I believe it was either a seventh or an undrafted free agent this year. Yep. Like this this collection of guys like Juju has been a bust, massive bust. Like his knee is completely destroyed. Like yep. the dude is slower than Naji. Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne, the Mario Douglas. I mean, is this? <laughs> There's just no way anyone succeeds with that. And then, like on, on defense, they now lost Judon, and I believe, yeah, uh, like their rookie, yeah. their rookie Christian Gonzalez will also be out. I'm, I'm not sure hurt. if it's indefinitely, yeah, yeah, but will be out for for a while. So I mean, and he was looking good. He was looking he was really looking good. good. I mean, like, first few weeks, I believe he went versus A.J. Brown, he went versus Tyree, he now went versus C.D., and, like, there was a complete difference in, like, when he was playing versus C.D., versus what C.D. faced after him. He was, I believe he was about to lock down C.D. as well. Dude has been pretty good, and now they lost him as well. I mean, this team, it's terrible, dude. I don't know what to tell you. This team isn't winning many games, that's for sure. Oh, that's it's rough. It's just rough, dude. I'm done talking about depressing games. You want to just get to your top ten? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I do have like you want to. You, you want to continue the three, three more takes that I that I at least want to talk about. Okay. And like the first one is like, are the Eagles like the least impressive undefeated team right now? Probably. Because the Eagles don't look good. They don't look bad. You can't say they look bad. They don't. They don't look bad, but like, 
They don't look dominant. That's my point. They okay, so, like beatable. so I, I will. They do look beatable, first off. But I will say that may more have more. That may be more because the 49ers look so dominant that it makes their wins look less impressive. Because the 49ers just like take everyone out to the shed and just you're done, dude. I I I, I I continue. I messaged Austin and I said, "Hey Austin, because the next game is the Cowboys versus the 49ers." I said, "Hey Austin, how do you feel about being sacrificed to the 49ers, Jeff?" And he didn't even say anything. He's just <laughs> like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> yeah, but like, did you see like? I'm not sure. Did you like follow up in that game? Were you following it? No, I just no? know they okay. they just handed Arizona the L. I know Arizona didn't come out to their like normal three. Oh no, I'm talking start. about the Eagles. I'm talking about the Eagles. No, no. I, oh no, I definitely didn't watch any of that game. Okay, so yeah, so Washington was down. I believe it was twenty four to thirty one, if not mistaken, or something like that. And then uh, they go down. They score a touchdown with no time on the clock. And, like, yeah. so it's, yeah, so it's 31-30 to the Commanders. So extra point ties it. Two-point conversion wins them the game. Ron Rivera goes for the, the PAT. So it's tight game. They never, I believe, they either don't get the ball or they get the ball but, like, immediately lose it again. So that so, makes and sense because... Then... Because Ron Rivera is a lot of, a very conservative coach. Would you have gone for it if that was you in that moment? Would you have rather lost the game there than go to OT against the Eagles? I mean, you are a seven-point underdog. I would just go for it. You yeah, you have a chance. It's a, division, it's a division game. You have a chance to win it. Go for it. You were not expected to win the game to start, so... And like the thing that annoys me the most, the most out of all of that, is that uh, I usually am okay with Rivera as a coach. I think he's he's a co- an okay coach. I don't think he's terrible. But then his reasoning for kicking the PAT is not that he wanted to give the defense another go, so on and so forth. No, he says that the offense was tired. The offense was tired. Yes, because they had like one big drive to to tie up the game. And to be frank, it was a pretty like clutch drive there in the end. The offense was tired. But the offense was tired. Those guys out there were tired, so he didn't want to risk the two point. I mean, the offense was tired. It's what? It's two yards, man. Come on. Like, have some guts. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So, like, glancing through the games, I'll just say, like, the Chargers almost blowing another one is also, like, I Staley think... needs to be fired, dude. Like... Staley gets constantly, like, saved. Like, the, the week prior, it was, like, the the Cousins pick. This week, it was a clutch throw by Herbert. Listen, I mean, my guy. The, I... the Chargers could easily be in the same boat as the damn Bengals. They could. They could. They just have without without QB. the injury to their quarterback. Without the yeah. injury to their quarterback. Yeah, they have enough QB. That's the difference. Yeah. And like, uh, I don't know if you saw it, but then I believe like he broke one finger, Herbert, in his non-throwing end. So he was yeah. playing with a cast on the finger. So, so with a cast on the finger. 
No, because it's the buy this week. Yeah. So with the the cast on his on his finger, I mean they call I believe it's a third and short play, and they call a a touch push. I mean the dude has a broken finger. Like, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> of course he doesn't have the same grip on the ball, and he won't like risk the ball to to push, like through the 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 sticks, because like the dude has a broken finger. <laughs> Staley, what are we doing? Like, uh, I, I think they wouldn't like expect they, it. They didn't see it coming. They wouldn't expect it. That's why he did it. And then I believe it's the Santa Samuel, if not mistaken. He makes the pick, and he has a pick six basically to close out the game. But he goes down. So now the 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 Raiders have all of the timeouts. So a three and out gives the ball the Raiders the ball back. So it's like. Defense, coaching, I mean everyone wants, wants the, the Chargers to lose the game. They are they are starting to feel like they're cursed to be honest, but like in the end Herbert saves them again, so the like, Chargers guys, don't want the Chargers to win. They don't I'm, I'm pretty sure they don't. Uh, Staley's probably like tired of being an head coach. He just doesn't want to get fired just doesn't wanna fire himself, like and in his resignation. So he's just trying to get fired. I mean, uh, I could. I guess we can talk about the Saints, but there's no point in making you feel any worse. And like, Carr was obviously hurt. Well, yeah, yeah. There's. I don't think really there's a point in doing that. So I would say, Beat talk about horse. last night. Talk about last night game. The Giant. So I was actually talk. So did you know Justin is a Giants fan? I assume. Yes. I was talking to Justin and I didn't realize what Daniel Jones completion was. And it was like the, like closing the end of the first half. And I was like, dude, the giants offense looks freaking terrible. And he was like, but, but Daniel Jones is like 14 for 17. I was like, no, the offense looks bad. It doesn't matter what his completion percentage is. They're not pushing the ball down the field. They're calling a lot of really bad QB run plays that are just not being executed. That it's just it's just all bad. It's just all bad. I mean, there was a point in there, and like I blamed uh, Jones for some of the mistakes that he was making. But at mm-hmm. one point, I was just giving like a full pass because that O line is terrible. Like I don't think anyone would would be able to do anything in that O line because he was getting pressure like immediately. There was. Yeah, like one nanosecond sec, one nanosecond sec. I mean, yeah. Like their most effective play was like drop back, run. Just <laughs> yeah, run for your life, then you many times run. But yeah, I mean, wrong. it was their most effective play. <laughs> it was. I mean, we couldn't stop him. <laughs> you, I mean, yeah, you could because they only scored three points. But yeah. I mean, that's because, like, <laughs> we we also had, like, I believe it was 11 sacks, which is a new franchise record for a game, so. Can we talk about the, because I went to bed a little after the half laughing, can we talk about the Seattle offense going into the half where they just kept running um, Kenneth Walker, and Kenneth Walker kept going out of bounds, and he kept going out of bounds, and, like, they were, he Pete Carroll was obviously trying just to get to the half, but they were I like mean, approaching the fifty, 
And but he wasn't, they though. They, they ended it on, like, their own 45. They were definitely approaching the 50. Yeah, and I mean, if they would have taken a few shots, they might have actually had a chance to score more points going into the half. Like, who's who's usually commentating on... Because I don't know these things, but who's I, I usually commentating? The, I, I was watching the Manning cast. Oh, the Manning and, cast. And, it, and even Peyton was saying, what are they doing? <laughs> Is it like Collinsworth, who's on Monday Night Football or no? I believe so, yeah. Okay, so let's say it's Collinsworth. I mean, dude was pushing, like... Uh, that Kenneth Walker was going out of bounds, and like it's it was a commun- communication mistake there because Pete just wanted to go to the half and so on and so forth. But like it was clearly like Pete was trying to do something and see if, because like one of K9's best traits, Kenneth Walker's best traits, is that he's able to break a, a breakaway run, and he did. He did have one yeah. breakaway run, and so I, I think Pete was just trying to see if anything pops up because. Even after he didn't went out of bounds, he just like run through the middle. Collinsworth was like, oh, "Okay, so this is the half," and like Pete calls a timeout. So Pete was clearly like trying to get the drive going. He wanted to have something. He just well, didn't, didn't want to risk the turnover. He didn't want to risk the turnover. I mean, when you have a guy who breaks runs like he does, like Kenneth Walker was one of the best like explosive run type of guys last year. So when you have a guy like him, of course, like you want to at least give him a chance to break some. And I like... get a chance every single opportunity. Like you didn't even mix it up. Pete doesn't need to. And if you bet like anything kind of Walker yards related, you're probably happy. <laughs> like it's it's just bad. Like call a pass play, mix make put the defense on their toes, and then run Kenneth Walker. I I just. I don't get it. I mean, but the offense looked sort of rough for most of it. I don't think they looked good. They were just bailed out by the defense. I mean, you would have had a great game by the by the Giants, no? Not very many people who. No, I think Thibodeau, Kevin Thibodeau, their second-year edge rusher. The guy, yes. I believe, it was from Oregon, if not mistaken. He looked yeah. like he was everywhere. Yeah. And he almost had, like, a pick six. He did. He looked yeah. like he was kicking himself when he dropped that. Yeah. Barely goes through hands. And Drew Locke played a few snaps here. And, like, Drew he didn't Locke look... looked bad, dude. Did it look bad? Because, like, one of the throws... It did look it... bad. I don't think he did, though. There was, there was at least one play where I recall where he had the pocket, like, clean, and he started to run immediately. Uh, but I think that was a QB draw, wasn't it? At least it seemed no. like it. I don't... It didn't look like a QB draw to me. And then he, like, threw one pass to the sideline for a big game to JSN. JSN dropped Fuck. it. True. The Noah Fant. The Noah Fant. <laughs> Which no by the way, pretty good. which by the way, um, you didn't see the Manning cast, which is very unfortunate. Peyton actually went through the play and um, went through how that happened, whose assignment that was, and and why it should have been more like a five yard completion, not a fifty yard completion. Yeah, I, I think have... was really good, dude. The Manning cast was really, really good. I wish I had it like last year. They the the Manning cast and the other broadcast. 
were available here in Portugal in the like the NFL Game Pass app, which is like different from yours because I think this is Game Pass International, so it's different. Yeah. But this year, like the Zone got uh, the rights for it, and not only do I don't have that, I don't have any sort of other broadcasts, just like the regular ones. I can't also like watch multiple games at once, which was possible last year. They advertise it all the time, like in between breaks. I also don't have ads, so it's well, a good. worse experience overall, to be honest. I we don't love have it. ads. Eh, I mean, <laughs> I'm just like hearing nothing for like the entirety of the the timeouts and all of the the breaks. Oh, so it's, it's not great. Yeah, I just get like the zone ads. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's, like, anything else that should really be, like, discussed here in terms of games. Like, oh, oh, okay, there's, like, we probably forget, like, the game of the week, which, like, the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. Oh, yeah, we should talk about that before moving. Oh. Yeah, that's probably, like, the last thing with that we need to discuss. So... So let's let's uh, two two takeaways from that game. One, the Bills defense very good. The Dolphins defense not very good. <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> that's my takeaway. That's my takeaways. Like, what else do you want? A chain had two touchdowns again, but I mean the Dolphins. The Dolphins couldn't stop anyone, dude. Dolphins defense couldn't stop anyone. They couldn't. Yeah. Did you I see mean... the did you see the Diggs play where Diggs just like went through basically the entire Dolphins defense? Yeah, like three hundred flags were thrown. He just breaks yeah. every single tackle and goes for the touchdown. Yeah. Just <laughs> whatever could go right went for them. But yeah, yeah, they looked like I didn't expect them to look like the best team in the league right now. I mean, <laughs> spoiler alert, they are the best team in the league to me right now. The Bills? The Bills. Yeah, because not only did they beat a team that I thought was the best team in the league, they also managed to stop the offense that I thought was the best offense in the league. I mean, they'll... Did they really... Did, is holding them to four touchdowns really stopping them? They held them to 20 points. It was three touchdowns, I believe. Oh, three touchdowns. Okay. My bad, my bad. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. They held them to 20 points. I mean, it's... <laughs> the offense scored 70 last week. They are, like, one of the highest... Like, one of the funnest and, like, most explosive offenses in the league. And they managed to hold every single one of those pieces, like, pretty quietly. I mean, Tyreek Hill had, like, 58 yards. Jalen Waddle had 46. I mean... And, like, if it wasn't for one, like, 55-yard run from Devon, uh, let me try and say this right, Aishan, because now, like, he wants to be pronounced Aishan, I believe. So, Devon, Devon, Aishan, I believe that's how you pronounce the spelling. it. He can, spell the ch- he can change the spelling of his name, then. His name yeah. is spelled H-A. So. <laughs> he, he, like, issued a media thing. So, I believe now it's Devon Aishan, if not mistaken. Get it right, Angelo. Get it right. Devon. D E V O N. Yes. Get the tables, Devon. 
anyway, yeah, go on. But yeah, I mean, they managed to stop like the best offense in the league, the most explosive offense in the league. So I'll give it to them. Like Allen looked good. The defense looked that. The one thing with them right now is that they lost Tredavious White. Uh, I believe he tore his Achilles. So he's out for the yes. year. Yes, he did. Yeah, so that's the one big thing with them. How, do, how will they like adapt to that? But like they're playing this this good of a defense without Von Miller. So Von Miller will be back eventually. And I mean, the pass rusher is getting there. I mean, I believe they had four sacks on Tua. I believe I Tua was sacked our, once. I I have right? a feeling our lists are going to be very different now that I'm hearing this. They probably are. And <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, just to finish up the games here, just want to give one small nod to Anthony Richardson, my guy. Almost made a comeback down 23-0. And he can score more than 14 points. It only took, it only took, listen, let's be honest here. The man still had under 50% completion. He can score more than 21 on, with his legs. And granted, he has looked very explosive. I'm not saying that, but. I mean, mean, if only he had wide receivers with hands or players like receiving the ball with them. I count at least six drops, six drops. Now, wait a minute. When I made this argument going into the season, you're like, oh, he has Michael Pittman. He has Josh Downs, you know. Most targeted wide receiver on the Colts, if I'm not mistaken. Stop. So, no, 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 no. You don't get to pull the he doesn't have targets card after pulling the. No, I'm saying saying that last Sunday, the targets couldn't catch. That's all I'm saying. Uh But we'll talk about more in the, the fantasy episode because he's more of a fantasy story than an actual like NFL story. Although like, he hasn't been playing yeah. bad, he isn't uh, like the number one Q- rookie QB right now. So no, say who it is. Say who it is, Alex. You know who it is. I know who it is. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's the best rookie QB right now. There's not even a, there's not even a point here. I mean, my my guy is playing like with backup tackles, with backup guards, backup centers. Like his wide receiver core looks like they were made out of like employees of Walmart, and ah! he's balling. I mean, I've All never right. seen a guy went like from that that much of a talent in college to this little of a talent in the pros and still Joe succeed. Burrow. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow at least Joe. had T. Higgins. And Joe Mixon. Really? And Joe Mixon. And he had like, okay, an old, but he had A.J. Green. Just, it was old. Old A.J. Green is probably better. Like, like I don't want to be like too critical of these guys because they are performing and like Nico Collins looks pretty good. But like, yeah. I've... Like, you don't you, don't you dare. You... Going into this season, if I asked you, you would have said the Colts' weapons are miles ahead of the Texans. Oh, you would have I said would. It. I would for sure. So for th- sure. no, 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 no. We're not. We're not getting the world's smallest violin out for Anthony Richardson right now. I can. I mean, Stroud looks the best. Give it time though, because I don't think like the dudes with zero interceptions, because like 
he currently is on pace for like 5,000 yards, 23 or 25 TDs and zero interceptions. So I don't expect that to continue. I also don't expect like <laughs> to, I, I don't, I don't expect Anthony Richardson stats to continue as well, because right now he's on pace for almost a thousand yards running. And I believe it's 28 rushing TDs. <laughs> Can you imagine if he had almost like 30 rushing touchdowns in his rookie season? I wonder what the parlay is for Anthony Richardson rushing touchdowns. Oh, it's, it's, I usually bet on props, like, in the NFL. I don't bet on lines a lot. Okay. And, like, his touchdown, as, as I believe, like, week one, it was plus 180 around that. Right now, it's getting closer and closer to plus 100. Yeah, it's starting to be, like, it's not, like, to the same level of CMC, but it's starting to be, like, one of those guys that you expect a touchdown. It's getting much closer to a yards line, mm-hmm. a Lamar line. Than a like a random rushing QB guy. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead. Then let's get to these top tens. Who's your ten? Okay. So power You're rankings. Wrong, ten. You're wrong. Ten. Let me start. Let me start with my honorable mention first, because you don't have one, but I have one. I have a no, team. No, because you because you make the list or you don't make the list. You do not get. There are no participation trophies with me. So I, go on. I'm giving my honorable Give your mention. participation trophy. Yeah, Cleveland gets my participation trophy here. I just think, like, the defense is still pretty good, and when Watson is back, I think the offense will start to find its rhythm. So I'm giving them, like, the 11th spot right now. And I'm just, I'm just going to believe that, like, the offense isn't historic but they also are better even better than what they were last year uh, last week and that baltimore is just like finding their offense right now so with that out of the way my 10th team right now is the seattle seahawks my ninth my ninth team is the baltimore ravens at eight i got the los angeles chargers seventh is the detroit lions six the dallas cowboys at five, I have the Philadelphia Eagles. At four, I have the Miami Dolphins. At three, I have the KC Chiefs. My second team is the San Francisco 49ers, and the first is the Buffalo Bills. Oh, I can't believe you just said that. I cannot believe you just said Buffalo Bills over the 49ers. I did. Oh, it's okay because my list is even more is going to be even more blasphemous to you. You go. I'm waiting. You're waiting. Okay. Give me. Okay. My number ten team is the Baltimore Ravens. Number ten. Okay, so we are close at least. My number nine team is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yikes. Yikes. My number eight <laughs> team is the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. So you're giving them a bit more respect. I am giving them a bit more respect. <sighs> Can't believe. The seven is the Detroit Lions. Same seven. The six. 
is the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. You're wrong. You are yeah. very yeah. wrong, my friend. Yeah. yeah, six. Yeah. Yeah. Six. By the way. Five is the Dallas Cowboys. I'd put them higher because the defense looks amazing, but I, I just don't believe the Cowboys ever. So I'm not sure if I'd ever put them in a top three, but I mean, I guess we'll see. Four is the Miami Dolphins. Okay, so we have the same team there as well. Three is the Philadelphia Eagles. Two is the Kansas City Chiefs. And the San Francisco 49ers, number one, where they belong. So, why are you solo in Buffalo, man? Because I've seen them, the offense particularly, struggle too much. I've seen Josh Allen shrink in too many big-time games. Granted, the game against the Dolphins wasn't one of them. And now their defense is even more injured. So, I think we're about to see them struggle. I think... I think the next matchup against the Dolphins, the script is getting flipped on them. I just I want to point out that yeah. the offense struggling to score, they are currently the second highest scoring offense in the league and the second in, ter in terms of points allowed. That's true. I don't know, man. Like I look at the, the Buffalo Bills and they're the cream of the top right now. I mean, the offense is clicking. They struggled week one versus the Jets, divisional divisional opener, away to the to the New York Jets. I mean, it's a game. It happens. It was the same as the Seattle Seahawks and the the LA Rams. Sure. But since then, I mean, they have they have done pretty well. I mean, they beat what to me was the best team in the league, forty-eight twenty. They beat the Commanders team that looks. Solid and that just scored like thirty points on the Eagles, thirty-seven to three, and they beat the Raiders thirty-eight to ten. I mean, it's not the best of competitions, but they played like the Dolphins and they still look dominant. So, to me, they are the best team in the league. And I, I, I also think, think you're too high on Philadelphia. I think give it two weeks and you'll be regretting that statement. I don't. I don't. Versus think, the Jacks. I don't. I don't think. Give it two. I don't think give it two weeks, and me having Kansas City or the 49ers one and two is going to look bad. I just want to point out that the Buffalo Bills play the Jags next week, and then they yep. play the Giants. Mm -hmm. So I don't think I'll be I'll be feeling bad about my my current power rankings. We'll see. We will see. What do you see in Philadelphia, man? I think Philadelphia is. They are fraudulent right now. I don't think so. I actually think that Philadelphia will be one of those teams that we look and they like they struggle to win some games that they should win easily. What do I see? They... I put a three and one team ahead of them. What do you mean? What do I see? I'm, I'm still down. I have them as a top three team. I do have them as a top three team because. <laughs> to be fair, I have them as a top five, but still. Yeah, but they're still four and zero. Oh. Like they've still. Beating everyone they've been in front of. Yeah, they're probably not very good in the spread, 
if I'm not mistaken, they're two and two in the spread or worse, but they're still four and O team. They're still one of the deepest teams in the league. They still have Jalen hurts. They still have those weapons. What's that? Not at linebacker. Their linebackers are terrible. That's true. Uh, but to me, like, I think they're one of those teams that they will eventually get, like, they will get beat the the breaks off right now, and they will, like, after that game, they will start to look much better. So I think it's, like, by week seven, I think the Dolphins destroy them, to be honest. And then, like, yeah, and then I think you start to see, like, the Eagles from old possible i think they struggle next two weeks as well We'll like i don't think it's weird that i'm saying struggle for a team that has scored like 25 or more points every single week but like i'm saying struggle to win games comfortably so like every single team will be in those games so it's the rams and the jets i think both teams will be in those games until the end it's also two road games so they go to los angeles and they go to new jersey but, like, last team that I think we should... You don't have the Chargers here, but you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes. Why do you still love Baker? And I, I, I do... I I was probably they, wrong on him being terrible. One, they've beaten the team... Like, I don't think... If you were going to put a 2-2 two and two team there, I don't think it's the Chargers. I think it's the Browns. Because, yeah, you can argue the last game against the Ravens, but they didn't have Deshaun. They've looked just fine every game with Deshaun. And the defense has looked dominant when Deshaun has played. So I think the 2-2 two and two team that you should be arguing at 10 is not the Chargers. It should be the, your, your participation trophy team, the Browns. But with that said, the Buccaneers are 3-1. and one. They have beaten everyone who's in front of them. And by the way, the defense looks pretty damn good. Does the defense look good, or did are just the Saints are just not good? I mean, Carr is hurt, so I, you could make that argument. But yes, the defense has looked pretty good. Maybe I need to give him more credit. I just don't trust Baker. It's my my issue. Mm-hmm. Like Walmart, Johnny Manziel just doesn't inspire me a lot Walmart, of confidence. Johnny Manziel. At yes. least give him Whole Foods, Johnny Manziel. <laughs> okay, Wolf Foods, Johnny Manziel. I mean, the only like team that has more than one. No wait, no. The only like good team that they have faced is the Eagles, and they got destroyed. So I think it's fair to at least be like not super on board with them, but not putting them in the top ten. No, I'm not putting him in the top 10. Okay. I still don't even think they win that division. Okay. That is, unless, like, Arthur Smith thinks that it's okay to start Desmond Ritter the rest of the season. It's like, we didn't get to talk about that game, but... (sighs) Desmond Ritter should have been benched. Like, by the half. What did I... What did I tell you about Ritter going into the season? 
I expected him to at least look a bit better than he is. So I, I did say, like, they would win with whichever QB was at the helm. I didn't yep. expect, like, Ritter to be this bad. So that's my, my main issue here. I did. Yeah, I mean, it's it's terrible. It's probably Heineke time at this point. Yeah. So. But he isn't going for Heineke, so we are just stuck in this. You're stuck in the Ferrari with a V4 engine. That's what you're stuck in. I mean, at this point, I'm not even sure if that's a Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> it's starting to look more and more and more like, I don't know. A sedan? A sedan. <laughs> a Subaru. <laughs> a Subaru. That's So. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Our ranking's in. I have them both here, so next week we can put adjust things up. Or, yeah. Just adjust them as, as the weeks go. Okay. And, I mean, I guess we can just skip to the to the last part of the show here, which is the lines. Do we go better than, like, 4 there and 11 this week? There has to be. There has to be. <laughs> there, there is no... Listen, last week was by far the worst week we have ever had collectively. At least, like, most weeks... One of us were going off this week. Yes. Like every single bet we agreed on, except one, did not hit. Every single one. Oh yeah, it it was terrible. There's there's just no way of hiding it. I mean, we were bad. Yeah, and that's after a week where what did I go? What did you say I went last week? I believe you went like twelve. No, you went thirteen and three. 13 and 3. I went from 13 and 3 to 4, 11 and 1 or something like that. Yeah, 4, 11 and 1. So, no. <laughs> no. I mean, better weeks are ahead. Better weeks are ahead. Okay, so shall we just do like I do one game, you do another? I'm cool with that. Okay. One second. All right, I'm here. Okay. I will start this one. So it's the Washington command. Uh, it's the Chicago Bears at the Washington Commanders. The spread is Commanders minus six and a half, and the over under line is forty four and a half. Oh man, the freaking Bears, man! I guess I will go first, and I will take. I actually don't like to do this, but I'll take the Commanders minus six and a half. I I don't usually take- love to take big lines in primetime games, but. I think the Bears come down back to Earth. Or come back to Earth, I guess. I mean... Give me the Bears. (laughs) Give me the Bears. It's six and a half points. Justin Fields is coming back off his best game ever. I think... Oh, man. (laughs) I think that even if um, the coaching is terrible... And they will for sure find a way to, to lose games. I'm not putting the commanders on upset alert or anything. Because until I see the Bears are capable of winning a football game, I'm not going to say it. Because it looks like they will like lose just in spite of winning at this point. So. Not looking good. <laughs> I, I wouldn't touch them. Just Six and a half Goes. points is a lot of points, though. So It is. It is. A lot of points. Indeed. That's kind of where my logic's at. Okay. 
So the next one I have, ours might be different because I believe you're using the website. I'm using the app. Yeah. Um, my next one is Buffalo Bills or Jacksonville Jaguars at Buffalo Bills. Five and a half points for the Bills. Oh yeah, this one, this one we have the same because it's the London game, so it's the one that starts earlier. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, give me the the Jacksonville Jaguars five and a half points. It's an interesting line here because Jacksonville played in London last week and they are staying. Dominate. They are not coming. Dominate. I wouldn't like say they dominated. dominated. I think like dominated Ritter, the Falcons. Rather just. The Ritter, so <laughs> but it, it's it's interesting because the Jacksonville are staying in the Jacksonville Jaguars are staying in London, so they and are not they get five there. points, and they get five and a half points. <sighs> Give me the bills. What, yeah, you me the bills. I have to stand behind the currently best team for me. and as, as, I, as I said to you uh, before we started recording, I had Jacksonville as my as one of my honorary teams. But, like, the idea of Jacksonville is probably better than what Jacksonville is currently producing. Because like, it, isn't being, it isn't being talked enough. But Trevor Lawrence doesn't look good, to be honest. I He's struggling. Yeah. So give me the Bills. Bills minus 5.5. I think it's a very tricky spot, but... Oh, God. I hope we don't have the same next game because I have no idea what I'm doing with that. I think we do. It's I have the New York Giants at the Miami Dolphins. No! Oh, no! Oh, no! The Dolphins are 11 oh. points favorites. Yes! Yes, <laughs> they are! The over-under, the over-under is the third highest on the week. It's 49 and a half. Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, <laughs> I no idea what to do, Alex. Just tell me what to do. Tell me what to do, Alex. Because the Giants look terrible, right? We can acknowledge the Giants look terrible. They look anemic. But it 11... Looks... It's a lot of points. And I believe this line was actually lower. I mean, of course, it was lower for the <laughs> the Monday night fiasco. But I, I'm going with the Giants. Giants plus 11 here. Because, like, the Giants aren't good, but at least Saquon should be back, and the Dolphins' defense can't stop anyone. But on another end, it's sort of like one of those games in which, like, the Dolphins are completely pissed off and they will just dominate the Giants. So I can see either way, but I'm going with the Giants plus 11 right now. One second. Alrighty, hello. Hi. All right, sorry, we had some technical difficulties. You said the Giants for the points. Giants plus eleven. Yes. All right. Give. I'm gonna agree with you because honestly, I have no idea what to do with this one. Like, I'm so conflicted. I want to go Dolphins because the Dolphins look like they route everyone that isn't named the Bills, but at the same time, the defense looks so bad that 
11 points is a lot. Like, if it was just to win the game, Dolphins all day. Dolphins all day. But the defense looks so bad, giving 11 points to that putrid defense just doesn't feel right. There's there's an icky feeling that comes with giving the Dolphins defense 11 points. Yeah, it's, it's too much to me as well. Oh lord! But, like any anything, but like anything lower than this, I probably take the Dolphins. So I agree with that. So uh, speaking of hard decisions, continuing on, the Carolina Panthers at the Detroit Lions. Oh boy! And the Detroit Lions get nine and a half points. Yes. Oh lord! So, are there any injuries to the Panthers that I should be made aware of? Okay, so Bryce technically isn't injured, but he clearly wasn't 100%. And Miles Sanders, it's the same thing. He wasn't out, but he wasn't 100% either. So, both should have sat. They aren't. uh, I believe the secondary has some, some losses, but it's not from this week. It's from the week prior. So, and they should be getting Frankie Louvre, if not mistaken, back. I don't think he played last game. So here's the question. Is Bryce and um, Miles Sanders going to be 100% for this game against the Lions? Should be better than they were last week. Should, should they be, be better than they were last week? Yeah, I mean, I think Bryce should be should be fine. Miles, I, I'm not 100% sure. But I would say they are both close to like ninety percent. That's pretty good. You're never fully healthy in the NFL, isn't that what they say? Nine and a half points is a lot of points. It is. It's a lot of points. Hmm. Give me the Carolina Panthers nine and a half points. You are. T- you have taken every single. Underdog so far. Well, some I think are going to upset, but a lot of these are like 11 points, 9.5 points, 5.5 points to the Jaguars in frickin' London. Like, come on. True. That said, I'm going with the Detroit Lions minus 9.5. Okay. I just think Detroit is a much better team right now. Hey, I, I don't blame you. I've taken like three favorites so far on big lines. So this should be another fun week. One of us is going to be really right and one of us is going to be really wrong and I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Next up is the Baltimore Ravens at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ravens are four point favorites. Over under is one of the lowest of the week, if not mistaken, if not the lowest, actually. Yeah, it's the lowest. 38 and a half points. To me, that's just way too, like that's way too little of a spread for how bad the Steelers' offense has looked. Yeah, um, take usually like in this sort of close games, I would usually take the points, but like Pickett might be out even to be honest. So yeah, I'm going with Baltimore minus four. Yeah, I agree with you. Baltimore minus four, it's the move. It is a divisional game, so I wouldn't even be shocked if the Steelers won, but yeah, like I can't in good faith 
go with Baltimore, with the Steelers. All right. So, speaking of how the mighty have fallen, we are now over with the days where Houston gets double-digit spreads every week. Houston Texans at Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons, two-and-a-half-point favorites. Give me the Texans. Uh. <laughs> huh? huh? Yeah. What, what about the best rookie quarterback so far this year? Give me I the guess Texans. Desmond Ritter? Give me the Texans. Let's move on. <laughs> like, until... Like, this is... Actually, no. Give me the Falcons. Minus two and a half. Give you the Falcons minus two and a half. Okay. I'm pulling a U-turn. This is the game in which Straub looks like he's a rookie. Okay. Jesse Bates will get... Jesse Bates will have a pick. Jesse Bates will have a pick. Or two. Okay. Huh? Okay, next up to me, it's the New York, uh, New Orleans Saints at the New York. Uh, I can't even speak anymore. Versus the New New England Patriots, the Patriots are minus one and a half point favorites, and the over under is forty on the dot. Uh huh. And can I just pick neither? <laughs> That's kind of how I feel too. I know who I'm going here. But... I'm just going to take the Patriots. Like, Bill Belichick out of a blowout game. Like, defense will be ready, even though they like they don't have corners anymore. And they lost their best pass rusher. Defense will be ready somehow. And I think this is one of those Patriot games in which, like, they come out angry. They beat them, like, 29-8. Yeah. I agree with that. So because of that, give me the Patriots. I think this this is a even with all those injuries to the Patriots, this has a chance for a route. Yeah. For the Patriots. So are probably not even close to one hundred percent anymore, and he will probably push the play. So Yeah. And he's probably gonna get decimated if he does because Yeah. One hundred percent. Okay. <sighs> Oh, do I have to say this one? <laughs> you have to say that one. The Tennessee Titans versus the stupid Colts. It's basically a pick 'em with one point favor to the Colts. Could he that? You know I already said I'm never picking the Titans in any given week. So you are standing behind Anthony Richardson and the worst organization in football, the Indianapolis Colts. Respect. Mm, yeah. Because <laughs> they're not the boring Titans. Give me the Colts oh. as well. Indy minus one. Give me my guy, Anthony Richardson. Stupid, 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 stupid game. <laughs> Oh no, I see what's Next up, uh, we oh. might not have the same game here because I have the, the Eagles at the Rams. The yeah, Eagles are four-point favorites. Yeah. 
and the over-under is 40, no, it's 50.5, which is the second highest on the, of the week, if not mistaken. Yeah, second Gone highest of the week. Gone are the days of Eagles having seven-point spreads. Yes, and I'm taking the Rams, Rams plus four. You're taking the Rams plus four? And it's my upset of the week. You know what? I'm going to agree with you. Give me the Rams plus four. It's the points. It's the points. Yeah. I think, like, uh, the only thing here that concerns me is that Stafford was, like, dude was wobbling out there for, like, most of the second half. I believe he has a hip injury, but, like, he's Stafford, so he will play through it. McVay has said, said as much. But, like, does the injury, like, I mean, it could. Punishes him enough? I don't know. It could. Cup could be back this game, if I'm not mistaken. We could have a cup sighting? Ooh. We could have a cup sighting. Pukunakua might become irrelevant again. Uh, one can dream. One can dream. Okay. Only fitting that you call the next one. That's one I was worried about. Oh, this is rough. Cincinnati Bengals at Arizona Cardinals. The Bengals are three-point favorites. <laughs> is Joe Burrow 100% yet? I'm going to Google Burrow search. probably won't be 100% anytime soon. Like, the question is, is he even like 60%? this point mm. <sighs> give me the stupid eagles not the eagles the cardinals the cardinals <laughs> give me the stupid cardinals yeah I mean the cardinals probably we're about, We're about to lose to the Cardinals. We're about to lose the Cardinals. <laughs> the Cardinals are like not a bad football team, which is pretty shocking. <laughs> and I'm not saying that the Bengals are a bad football team, but the Bengals are probably a bad football team. <laughs> we haven't scored a touchdown in a single half, first half that we have played yet. Yeah. Like, Joshua Dobbs is playing better than Burrow. That was not on my bingo uh, card. <laughs> Why did you have to say that? Why did you have to say that? But he's probably uh. playing better. <laughs> okay, next game I have, it's the KC Chiefs at the Minnesota Vikings. Chiefs yeah. are... Minus point uh, are five point favorites. The over under is the highest on the week. It's fifty three. And I'm going with the Vikings. Vikings plus five. I can't believe I'm saying this. I agree with you. <laughs> like Casey offense just is not clicking. They're not. 
And that's the it's problem. It's at Minnesota. I mean, God is probably against us because he's always against the Vikings, but like. But here's the thing. The good thing about the Kansas City team is the defense. All right. That's that's what's really carrying this team to wins. And I don't think it's impossible that it could carry KC to a win versus this team. But honestly, a self-aware Minnesota Vikings who are like, yeah, there's we're just going to give up on this running thing and we're just going to pass it a million times. I'm afraid, dude. I'm afraid of the scenario where the Minnesota Vikings put up a bunch of points in the first half and KC just can't do it, can't keep up. thing is, like, the running game has been slightly better the past few weeks. I mean, Madison is running... With Cam Akers, yes. Cam Akers barely played, dude. He looked good with his touches. He was their most efficient runner. I don't... Say I'm wrong. Say I'm wrong. Yeah, I think you're wrong. I will check, but I I don't think that's possible, dude. Say I'm wrong. Madison Madison had like five yards per carry, dude. Look it up. I mean, okay, yeah, he had five carries for 40 yards. He probably yeah, broke a long one of 10. Boom! Yeah, I mean, like, boom! Medicine at 6.5, 5.6. I'm even changing the numbers now. This is terrible. I mean, Medicine at 5.6 and a much better, like, much larger sample size because he had 17 carries to K-Makers 5. The K-Makers will never happen. Stop well, it. Let me dream. Let me dream. He's as buried as your guy, Terrence Marshall Jr., who just had like uh, 10 targets out of nowhere, but okay. He did! He did! We should we should keep doing that every week. Terrence Marshall, 10 targets. Get it going, Bryce Young. Really did a lot for them. I mean, scored like six points on offense. All right, who's next? <laughs> Are you next or me next? I think you're next, yeah. New York Jets, Denver Broncos. The Broncos are a two-point favorite. Who you got? And why is it the Jets? This is the one you have to pick, but you know why I'm on. I'm. It's the Jets. There's no it's way. Jets. I think two point two points is ridiculous because I I think there's more scenarios where they just outright lose this game than not. Same. It's the I think Jets. This is Zach Wilson big big game. G A T S Jets 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 Jets. Well, I get I get so like they're at home so they're favored, but what about the Broncos defense has has you have any faith that they're going to pull this one out? And even if they pull this one out, what makes you have any faith they're going to pull it out by more than 2 points? Uh, I, I don't know, man. I don't see it. After I don't what see it. I saw, unless it's it was just like a flash in the pan, which I I'm refusing to believe from Zach. It's the Bears' defense. Yeah, I mean, it's as I said. The Bears, the Bears, the Broncos. De- me and you are closer than the Bears' defense and the Jets' defense. <laughs> True, and yeah, I mean, as I said, it's the worst defense in terms of DVOA ever recorded, like in the history of football so far. So. <laughs> no, this is Zach Wilson, I, big big game. I, 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 this is plus two right now. I swear to God, when we go, when it, Sunday comes up, 
This is the this is the four o'clock game. When Sunday comes up, this line is going to be like flipped. There's I no be- way, huh? I believe it was three or four before the Sunday night football game. So Broncos were favored by three or four before Zach Wilson's this, big game. This line this line is getting flipped. There's oh, yeah. no way. There's no way that the Jets are favored going into this game at start time. I, I refuse to believe it. I refuse. It's gonna at the best case, it's gonna be a pick'em. I'm telling you. Yeah. Which is a pretty big swing, like two points in three days, four ga- four yeah. days. Pretty big no. swing. No, you're gonna have a mass a mass bet on the Jets and they're gonna try start giving the br- no. Give me my two points. Same. <laughs> Okay. All right, next game. Next game, it's the Dallas Cowboys at the San Francisco 49ers. The Niners are three and a half point favorites. Over under is 45. And I'm taking the Dallas Cowboys. Plus three and a half. Okay. I think this is this is a field goal game. Okay. You are clearly not with me. <laughs> No, give me the 49ers. I think, listen, is there a chance this is a three-point game? Absolutely. Both defenses are phenomenal. But I think there's more scenarios where the 49ers just route the Cowboys in this game. No, give me the 49ers. It wouldn't shock me if the if the 49ers routed this team too. And that's why I'm going with them. I don't think I don't think that'll happen. I think this will be a close game, but no, I want the route potential. Give me give me the 49ers. It's probably like never good to pick Dallas, but here I it am. It was last week. It was last week, I guess. Yeah. I didn't pick them. Nor did I. Last game. Green Bay Packers favored by two and a half at the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh. Oh. Jimmy G is probably back. I'm not sure if that changes that much. Give me the Packers. Okay. And... The number is tough because if it was three, three and a half, I would probably be with the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Like two and a half, it's such that's a close a, number. That's basically that's basically saying like I, I don't even know that that's saying that if the Packers win by a few, that's basically like calling this an upset. Picking the Raiders is calling this an upset almost. Yeah, because I think the Packers probably win it. But I think there's some value here in Las Vegas. I wish it was three, but I'll take Las Vegas still. Plus two and a half. Okay. Okay. So those picks are in the book. The rest of the teams are, of course, on buy. So we have how many games this week? We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We have 14 games this week. Yep. Okay. Did we forget anything? I don't think so. 
think so either. Although I will say I did look at the Thursday night game for next week and I laughed. It's Broncos Chiefs and the line is already 10. So. If, oh, when what? they lose to. The... What? The 49ers at Browns has a lower point spread than the 49ers and Cowboys. Uh, the 49ers are at home. So they are essentially telling you that they think the Niners are like a two-point favorite in a neutral game side versus the the Cowboys, and they are a four-and-a-half-point favorite in a neutral side versus the Browns. I guess that's fair. That's fair. But... Oh, Seattle plays Cincinnati that week as well. Aww. That should be fun. Coming out of a bye for Seattle. <laughs> okay. Show is in the books. Show is in the books. You do the. I like the new I'm format. Depressed. I like the format. Do the damn outro. I'm too depressed for this. <laughs> if you listen this far, thank you. As Angela usually likes to say, we have a fancy donate button now. And as, as I usually like to say, don't forget to subscribe to the show. If you're listening on YouTube, give us a thumbs up, turn notifications on. And if you're listening on like podcasts, Spotify, wherever, give us a review. Star, five-star review, just nothing else. Just five-star reviews and leave us all of the comments and reviews in there that you, that you would like to, us to read. And yeah, hope you enjoyed like the new format of the show so far. I think it's it's it allows us to do much more with it and it's it's a better format overall I think it's it's not as boring to be honest so yeah hope you enjoyed it I did so depressed Angelo do you have anything else to say screw the bangles <laughs> have a nice one guys <laughs>